Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday night. Are y'all ready to get busy? Are y'all ready to have the real conversations that no one else seems to want to have? I want to have the conversation. I want to get it started. So, let me just say this, man. We're, we're, we're heartbroken. This topic is a heartbreaker because of how I'm going to frame it. Before I get into the meat and potatoes, let me just say this. Uh, tomorrow, 12 noon and 3 p.m., I will be shooting the first two episodes of my new television show called The Situation Shift with Zoe Williams. If you want to come to my show, all you got to do is email me, vor106 at gmail.com. Email me, and I will actually send you the address to the studio. The Situation Shift with Zoe Williams. When I tell you it's going to be hot monkey lava, it's going to be on fire. It's going to be on fire. So tonight's topic, a very heavy topic. Who raised you? Did this generation miss out on the gift of whoopings? I know I got whoopings. Right? Physical discipline is slowly declining as some studies reveal lasting harm for children. It's going to get deep in here tonight. How do you positively correct a child? I keep telling y'all, you are modeling the toxicity in your home. I keep telling you, before you try to break up with a person, you need to break up with the limited toolbox you modeled from your parents. Why? They're works in progress. Whips! Your parents are whips, works and progress. They did the best they could with what they had, with the limited understanding that they had. So I ask the question, some people believe whoopings are positive. Some people believe whoopings are positive correcting, right? How aggressive a parent, how, aggress- how aggressive parents affect children. Uh, my intern, Arabia, said her mama told her, if my voice can't instill fear in you, I must be tripping. Something must be wrong with me. Is positive correction more effective than old school spankings? 1-800-920-1580. I want to talk to you tonight. I want to hear your story. Wow. Is spanking children an effective consequence? Is spanking considered abuse? What is considered aggressive parenting? Do aggressive parents raise aggressive children? Some parents are psychologically aggressive. Is that abuse? 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Why did I do this topic tonight? Because I, like anybody else that has a heart, heard about the story about the young sister in Mexico. 
Okay? I have a daughter, my only daughter. And she means the absolute world to me. I don't know what I would do if something like that was to happen. The sister was an entrepreneur. The sister had a business. The sister, young sister, you know, was a, 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 a very sought-after hair braider in uh, Charlotte, in North Carolina. Everybody loved her. She specialized in braiding children's hair. And she was doing her thing. And the Charlotte family, whom she belongs to, are asking why. Shaquilla Robertson left Charlotte at the end of October to travel to Mexico with a group of friends for vacation. The Attorney General's Office of Justice, State of Baja, California, sir, says she was found dead on October 29th. Mexican officials said they could not confirm that uh, what the cause of death was. It was part of an ongoing investigation. She went with some folks. Then, of course, on Instagram or social media, a video surfaces where they beaten on the girl. Broke her neck, fractured her spine, killed her. Who raised you? Who, listen, I'm not, I'm not blaming the parents of these people who did this. What I'm saying is, who raised you? Because a lot of people don't understand that if you got a toxic parent who's frustrated with the world, who's disappointed with themselves, who haven't healed themselves, and you're living in their environment, you're going to model how they deal with things. I, I need you. It goes deeper. It ain't. Listen, it goes deeper. You got a jealous parent. You got an envious parent. You got a competitive parent. You have a parent uh, that is narcissistic. You have a parent that marginalizes and minimizes everything you say and do. You do know you're going to take that into every adult relationship you have, and not just the intimate ones. This young sister thought she was with friends. 1-800-920-1580, call me right now. As it pertains to discipline, is an aggressive parent better than a parent that allows a child slash children to govern themselves, do what they want to do? Well, it looks like the research is basically saying an aggressive parent is better than having no instruction at all. But can that aggressiveness that's coming from your parent turn toxic? Parents who use psychological aggression, psychologically aggressive parents verbally threaten their children to obey them. They shout, yell and scream. Children are frequently called names, insulted, humiliated, sworn at, and cussed at. Is that so bad? Do you think these kids who did that to this young woman? See, to me, she's a child. 
My daughter's 22 years old. To me, she's a child. That's 12. That's 11 twice. <laughs> okay, this is her second time being 11 to me. Okay. My big mama used to use, used to threaten me uh, with a switch called Dr. Green. Don't make me get Dr. Green. And that used to settle me down for a moment. Let me tell you, as a parent who whooped his children, if I had to do it all over again, I would not have whooped them. If I had to do it all over again, looking at the finished product, yes, I have some really great children, and they turned out to not be killers, drug users, and, you know, all of that. They turned out to be some really good guy people, right? But if I had to do it all over again, I probably would never whoop them. Agree or disagree? It is important to consider the blurry line that exists between spanking and physical abuse. Spanking can only be done with an open hand and should not result in marks or any physical harm or psychological harm to the child. Can I tell you, the people who loved me the most my foster parents and I, I can't say that they love me more than my mom because she got us back and raised us but those people loved on me for real they busted my head open giving me a spanking with a belt I was six years old whooped my tail but my foster father James he lost the grip on the belt and the belt buckle smacked me in the head and I had to go get stitches these are people I loved these are people I would kill for if they were alive today does it work ladies and gentlemen who raised those kids that did that to that little girl. Who raised them? How were they raised? What were they taught? What did they lack? Because let me tell you something. To beat on somebody until they die. You, you can't really be human. Like the part that connects us all is that we're human. I don't want to see nobody get hurt. I don't want to see nobody die. I don't want to see nobody abused. I don't, I don't want to see it. But to be able to do that to somebody, yes, 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 it's a heartless, it's a heartless act. I want your thoughts and opinions. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Bobby Glanton told me before the show, Bobby Glanton Smith, my, my, my uncle, he told me before the show, he said, if you, spare the, if you spare the rod, you wind up raising a terrorist. 1-800-920-1580, get to your phone lines, talk to me. Leroy, Los Angeles, it's your time to shine. Leroy. Leroy, are you there? Yes, can you hear me clearly? Yes, we can hear you, brother. Speak on it. 
Yes, man. First of all, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, giving us the context of racism, white supremacy. Yes. Because content without context is pretext. Pretext promotes confusion, and divine-minded and righteous individuals should not be the authors of confusion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hats off, hats off to T.K. Kirkland, who has a whole set of skits on this showing what dysfunctionality looks like, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's an assumption. When we say don't, don't whoop the children, I'm talking about in the black community. Mm-hmm. When I hear that, uh, this is what I hear. I hear an assumption of education. What I hear, don't whoop the children. I hear an assumption of educated association, you know, the people that surround you. Mm-hmm. I hear an assumption of sufficient and satisfactory resource capacity. I'm talking about material things. Uh, when I hear, don't whoop the children, I hear an assumption of healthy social support systems. But when the education is lacking, when the educated associations are missing, when when the sufficient and satisfactory resource capacity is absent, when the healthy social support systems are unavailable or insufficient, whoop that ass, excuse me, whoop that behind, right. makes the most sense. Mm. Because all around you, that's what's going to be normative. Mm-mm. Because you're talking about a bunch of people who are have long traditions of being damaged from outside sources without a proper definition of motherhood, fatherhood, familyhood, manhood, womanhood. You know the, you know the line. So, unfortunately, if you come from that background, live in that tradition, whoop that butt, make the most sense. That's what spare the rod, spoil the child is going to be translated into. However, in the context that that text was given in the Bible, it was actually talking about uh, a rod of, of uh, authority. There's also a direction relative to the rod and the staff where you don't beat the sheep. You nudge the sheep in order to make them go the right way. You don't just beat them for the sake of beating them because you just feel like beating them. There's supposed to be guidance. There's supposed to be teaching. There's supposed to be instruction. There's supposed to be a sense of authority, you know, not beaten. But the way we got it was whoopings, whippings. The way we got it was you're going to be a boy for the rest of your life. The way we got it was mammification. Mm. So unfortunately, in that context, whooping makes the most sense. But once you get a little bit more light and you get surrounded by other people that got a little bit more light, then you have a wider degree of options available other than just whipping the children. Mm -hmm. However, on the Nature Channel, if you watch the animals, all of the social animals, Whose mothers Wait, Leroy, raised the children. Leroy, yes. you are cooking right now. And, and you cook it so well, I got to carry you over. Please stay with me, brother, because I need you to continue to educate the masses right now. You're doing a great job. Los Angeles is in the building because of you. When I come forward, I'm going to go back and talk to Leroy because he is on fire. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Been let loose. It's Friday night. This ongoing discussion will not be preempted tonight. We are live. That's what it is. The Voice of Reason is an ongoing discussion about difficult topics. It's a fine line between love and hate. 
Sometimes you can hate your situation so much that it could be transmitted through an act of love. Instruction is an act of love. Guidance is an act of love. Mentorship is an act of love. And that's what parents are supposed to do. But when life gets heavy, when life drags you to the shadow work, you may respond and react in a violent and disrespectful and dysfunctional way towards your children. All in the name of trying to correct them. 1-800-920-1580. Leroy from Los Angeles was cooking. Get in here, Leroy. Talk to us, brother. All right. Can you still hear me clearly? Yes, sir. Please finish your poignant thoughts. Uh, uh, yeah, yes. I, I, I was, first of all, uh, once again, thank you for giving us the context of racism and white supremacy so we don't get confused about what we're talking about. Hats off to T.K. Kirkland, multiple skits. I was rounding off toward the animal planet. If you watch the animal planet, uh, you're going to see that the animals who are social, whether the women, whether the females raise the babies by themselves or whether the pack or the pride raise the, the children, you're going to notice some pinching, snatching, some tugging, some snipping, some biting, some clawing, some scratching from the mother, from the uncles, from the aunties to the babies. But all of that is designed to teach them not to beat them for the sake of beating them. So corporal punishment works. Physical, physical uh, uh, discipline works. My sensei used to hit me with a stick to remind me of how to get my form and my technique right. That's not the same thing that has been lumped into with getting a beating or getting a whipping. Okay, if the principal slaps your hand so that you can get remember your lesson, that's different from being taken in the back and tarred and feathered and with the marks and all that. D different things. Balling up the fist, out of line. Hitting people when you're angry. Hitting little children when you're angry, out of line. Throwing them around, out of line. But if you got to grab, if you got to spank, if you have to, you know, th that is appropriate if it's done accompanied with teaching. And, but unfortunately, all that stuff got lumped in, and they want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Now you got folks running around wild and crazy. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking of Julia here right now. <laughs> mm. Brother, let me say, man, I appreciate your insight. I appreciate your knowledge, and I appreciate you calling in and sharing, brother. Thank you for the platform, and I want to hear from many of the other wonderful, intelligent guests. I appreciate you setting it up the way that you did. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's keep it cracking. Mike. From Cleveland, Ohio, I need to hear your thoughts on this most crucial discussion. Yes, um, 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 you got a people that's in survival mode. Um, um, you're trying to survive, and you turn illness into um, a coping strategy and loss into culture. Correct. So it's like um, you develop pathologies, illnesses, inflammation. And uh, um, um, things that we don't even understand um, that we're dealing with. Um, like the, um, a previous caller just stated, um, you're dealing with racism, white supremacy. Uh, 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 you don't even understand that it's, uh, um, it's like a, a Pinocchio effect. You don't even know who's pulling your string. And you feel as though uh, 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 that everything that you're doing is, is normal and it's not. And it's a mental illness. And 
we don't even understand as a community. You know, I mean, some of us do. That's why we're on this uh, beautiful uh, 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 um, broadcast with you. Uh, uh, we, some of us, you know, I, I, well, I feel like most of us that's on this podcast with you, we understand that, that like we're, we're suffering from um, um, a mental illness from this culture. And I think all of us are sick, but uh, a lot of us are working on it. We're trying to peel through the layers of the sickness and get a greater understanding of what's really going on. And we're trying to heal. And I think that's the key. Uh, it, it's just to heal. And what happened to the uh, beautiful, beautiful sister out there is um, beyond sickening. And, you know, uh, I can't, like, 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 like you stated, I, I can't imagine that. I don't have a daughter, I have a son, but I can't imagine that happening to my son, my daughter or anybody. And that, that's, that's, Thank you, brother. Situation. Thank you, Mike, yeah. man. I appreciate it. You brought Cleveland, Ohio in the building. If you want to discuss this topic with me, please call me. 1-800-920-1580. The Voice of Reason is on fire. He's on fire, He's on tonight. fire tonight. It's The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. When I have very deep topics, we won't even think of. I keep that playlist feeling good, right? My playlist is my co-host. And tonight's versus legendary Tribe Call Quest versus legendary Outcast. Who you got? Woo! I got to keep this topic going because, listen, the greatest thing that I have ever accomplished in my life is being a father. I feel like I am at my best when I'm mentoring my children. And in hindsight, I look back and I always say I could have did this better. I could have did that better. I you know, I could have guided in this way. I could have you know, I wish I knew what I know now, you know, that kind of thing. So this topic re- really means a lot to me, considering where I came from and what I had to come through in order to be the brother that sits in front of you, flawed, wounded, broken. Again, man, this, this is very powerful stuff. And I had to do the topic. Who raised you? Because, for instance, you may think this is a little off topic. When we see R. Kelly, that's a victim who victimized. According to the research here, bully parents who are uber aggressive raise bully children. So now I'm starting to see whatever you pour into that child, a piece of that is going to be in them. Whatever you showed that child. That strategy is going to be in them. When you look at the communication styles, I see you, Fred, I'm coming. When you look at the communication styles that individuals have, typically they get the communication style from their family. They model that from their family. When you look at their conflict management styles, they model that from their family. Right. All of this stuff is holographic. You're carrying a whole message with you. Hollow, hollows, whole, grapha, grandma, 
writing, holographic, whole writing. The whole writing of your story enters with you regardless of the mask you're wearing, regardless of the performance you have. All of that's still coming into the relationship to be reconciled. I see those kids, because they're basically kids. They were basically the same age as the sister they beat to death. And I have to ask, who raised you? That's why I brought up the R. Kelly situation. You got parents dropping off their daughters to a man. That the rumors and the videos and the court cases was already out there. So then I ask, not only for the children they dropping off, but for the parents that are dropping them off, I say, who raised you? The brother who called earlier today from Los Angeles talked about the racism aspect and white supremacy aspect. That's a big aspect because you hear me talk about it all the time. The great Krishnamurti. When he says it is no measure of health to be fully integrated into a sick society. A, a toxic society can make monsters out of its citizens. I'm going to ask this question. Is a spanking from a healthy parent better than indifference from a wounded one? 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me. I need to know who raised you. Did this generation miss out on the gift of whoopings? Are, are whoopings even gifts now? The physical decline and, uh, you know, physical discipline. Some, some studies reveal lasting harm. Were these children whooped and thus harmed? And dealt with some trauma. 1-800-920-1580. Fred, San Fernando Valley. Get in here. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Okay, then. Let's put it on this one. What's the difference between discipline and punishment? Mm. See, discipline incorporates understanding. Right? There's a line you got to walk. You know, there's a right and a wrong. And you communicate with your child and you explain these things. And you explain where the line is drawn. Okay. You can't let the child just wander without some kind of, uh, you know, safety net or what kind of guidance. And that's basically what it is. When you say this is the line, this is what it means. Now, once you have the discipline, now you have to accept the severity of, 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 of what they have done. Most things don't, 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 there's no need for to put your hands on your child. I only had to spank my child one one time, one lick, that's all it took. Because I told him, look, I don't want to have to whoop you, but in this case, what you've done, I'm going to have to give you a taste of what it's going to be like. So going on, let's get it over with. I gave him the one lash, bam. He had tears in his eyes. It hurt me, but I knew I had to set up a ground rule. So You've been disciplined. I can't tell you to go to your room a million times. I can't take things from you. That's not going to get through to you. What has to show you is that is some kind of, let's see what, uh, Come on. I can't say punishment, pain. It has to be some kind of inconvenience, something mm. that you can feel to your core. And unfortunately, pain is the only thing that can get through 
to a hard head. Maybe. An awareness. Listen, An awareness. I got whooped until my mama was tired of whooping me. And she passed it on to my Herculean-sized brother. She said, okay, my whoopings don't work no more. My whoopings have little effect on you. Maurice, come in here. You got to now start whooping him for me. And I ain't going to lie, that changed things a little bit. I, I, got, I got craftier in how I executed my foolishness. But go ahead, Fred, finish your thought. Well, my parents were school teachers. My mom was a history teacher. My dad was a gym coach. My dad would lay down the law. He would lay down the rules. If you broke them, okay, it's 10 licks. No anger, just a discipline. My mom, on the other hand, she would, you know, she would uh, raise herself in touch of fury that she would beat the living daylights out my brother. Now, that's my brother, not me. Because, mm -hmm. see, I understood what the rules was. I understood that, hey, you know, there's consequences to, to any action. And I don't want to spill it over onto me. So my brother, just like you, my mom whooped him and hit him in the eye with a belt buckle. Mm. Mm. And he had to go to the hospital. Wait, okay? Fred. Wait, Fred. Wait, because you cooking, Fred. Stay right there on the belt buckle to the eye. When we come forward, I'm going to get back with my brother Fred because he is cooking tonight. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. I'm reading the chat. The chat room is on fire tonight. AKA said, I don't know if I would describe this as, as, a, as a, a, a enjoying, uh, as I'm enjoying this topic. I might not be in, enjoying it. She said, I, I'm having flashbacks. Man. My mother whooped me till she couldn't whoop me no more. Then my brother took over. The last time my mother whooped me, we got into a fight. And then my brother beat me down. My older brother came and said, now you can't be fighting mama now. Beat the Kool-Aid out me. I got a cut in my lip right now. From, from the beat down I took from my older brother for trying to fight my mother back. So you could say in my case, whoopings didn't work. Whoopings didn't work. Are some kids just evil? Is that too far? Tonight's topic, who raised you? I'm looking at this generation right now. They don't care. There's an indifference about this generation. There's a lack of empathy about this generation. Anything is on the table. Did this generation miss out on the gift of whoopings? Were whoopings gifts to Generation Xers? But maybe Gen Z is like, get out of here. <laughs> what? Fred, I need you to wrap it up. You got 30 seconds. Okay. In other words, though. My mom didn't believe in psychiatrists. What was going on was my mom and dad were getting divorced. My mom picked up and put us in an all-white neighborhood. My mom picked us up and took us from an all-black high school and put us into a white high school. 
So my brother, it was too much. He was overwhelmed by all the change. Me, I went with the flow, okay? But my brother, he acted up, and my mom tried to correct him through beatings. Rather than just going home and investing the money through a psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever it took, but see, back in them days, I'm talking about 1974, though. Mm. Black people didn't believe in that type of looking for medical health, mental health, all of that. So, you know, I mean, I can't summarize in that little 30-second slam spot you got me in because it was a whole plethora of things that made my brother go off. My brother's name was Dope. So Don't wait, so so wait, Fred. If, Fred, you, Fred, let me ask you, brother. Are you saying you need some more time? You need some more space to talk about it a little I bit? I mean, if I could, well, it's a very well, complex well, well, hold tight, Fred. Let me carry Fred forward, man. We're talking about it tonight. This is why I love this platform. We get to speak on it. Nobody's getting judged. Nobody's being disrespected. I love the fact that the phone lines are completely lit. When I come forward, we're going to get the rest from Fred. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. It's Friday night. The weekend is in front of us. Hey, but the voice of reason going to challenge us every step of the way. I want everybody to get comfortable with being flawed, man. Listen, I want everybody to get comfortable with being flawed. I'm flawed. I'm broken. I'm not ashamed to own it. I used to try to help people. So I could run from my own wounds. Well, if I'm helping people, I guess I mean something. I matter. I'm worth something. And then I started to realize that's not help. You're doing it for you, buddy. You know how Richard Pryor said where the, the, the pipe was talking to him? Come on, Rich. Come on over here. I love you. You put me down a little too long. That's what my wound was saying. Come on, Zoe. You got to go help some people. They need you. And then I realized, no, 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 no. That's not. If, if you're going to give, it must be selfless giving. You must not have a payoff in it. And how I figured that out, I had to go back and say, wow. Look how you were raised. I had, to, I had to go to my mother and say, I, and I was able to do this before she passed. I love you, mama. You did the best you could do. I had to shut my siblings down. Stop asking mama for what she couldn't give you. She gave you the best she, she had. She gave you what was in her tank, and she emptied it. Now, if she didn't empty the tank, you might have an argument, but you, you, you can't say nothing. She did the best she could do with what she had. And this led me to recontextualizing my expectations for mama. How you going to have exalted expectations for a wounded person? 
someone who hasn't dealt with their wounds. I said, you're part of the problem, Zoe, by asking mama to give and be something she's not. And the moment I started loving my mother for who and what she was, our relationship blossomed to such a degree. Man. Do you understand? One of the biggest and most significant breakups in your life must be with the rules and the toolbox of how you were raised. The rules in that toolbox came from a whip, a work in progress. So the moment you break up with that, Oh, I need you to be this. I need you. You should have did this. And you were supposed to be this. No, somebody told you that there is a universal template for parenting and that this perfect universal template your parent was supposed to fit in. And because they didn't fit in it and didn't give you what what the universal template said you were supposed to have. What'd you do? You started judging them and condemning them, and blaming them. No, you were supposed to take the baton that that limited toolbox represented and finish the race by adding new tools to it. Man, I love my mama, man. I, I wish I could have five minutes with her right now. I wish I could sit down with Rose right now. Five minutes. That's all I need. Five minutes, mama. Come to my dreams tonight, mama. Talk to me. You do that from time to time, mama. Come on through. Talk to me tonight, mama. Do you understand? That's the biggest, most significant breakup. Break up with the limitations you modeled from your environment. When I come forward, I'm going to finish talking to Fred. Fred, you better have it together. You're going to have 60 seconds to get it together. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. From North Carolina. She goes. Oh my God. She goes to Mexico. And her friends kill her. Who raised them? What wounds do they have that hadn't been healed? How how did their parents contribute, if at all, to those wounds that led them to disregard another life, broke the girl's neck, fractured her spine? Who raised you? Where are you from? I want to know. Fred, get in here and finish your thought, brother. Well, the thing I want to wrap it up is, even though my parents had their flaws, they did do one thing for me. There used to be a little church up on the hill, not more than two blocks from my house, right? They used to give me a dollar and send me to church. Now, they would sleep in bed. They weren't going to church. But they just sent me to this church. And it used to be this dark, funky, old-time church. It scared me a lot of the time. But when I used to sit down in the back, just seemed like everybody was intense and focused on trying to feel God. That's what them old-time churches was about back 
mm-hmm. feeling God, not seeing God, feeling them down to the core. And even though I was a child, a little bit of it slashed on me because I didn't understand none of it. But my mom and dad made me go every Sunday with that dollar to that church. It used to be about an hour. And I had to give up that dollar. They wouldn't send me with no change because they knew I would skimp on the tide. I would give them 75 cents, take the 25 cents, go get me something to eat. But they would give me the dollar because they knew I couldn't break it for change. And it, it changed my life, bro. I'm just being honest with you. Yahweh has always been with me. Brother, I appreciate the stories. Man, it's so rich and deep. And people, you you, 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 you will be surprised how many people are inspired, brother. I thank you for hanging on the line. It's just an honest story, man. It's just an honest story. That's yes, all we can do. Man. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with us. We love you. Thank just you, be brother. be honest with us. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you calling in anytime. I'm still trying to get to that show, though. Still trying to get to the show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Just email me, man. I'll give you the address. I've been emailed you five times. I'm old, man. Okay. I've been about Fred, times, Fred, bro. Fred, 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 and I will send it to you. Thank you, brother. I, okay. I appreciate Love you, man. man. Love, Love you too, man. Thank you. Daryl, Los Angeles, get in here. <laughs> Fred, Fred, Fred. Uh, Fred, Fred, stop it, I love Fred. your listeners, man. I love your callers. I love your listeners. Uh, I just love you too, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it's such a uh, great topic because you kind of, it's kind of nostalgic for me in a way mm-hmm. because I think about my parents. Now, both of them were there. And, uh, you know, uh, we moved from Pensacola, Florida up to Detroit because my dad's older brother had got him a job at Ford Motor Company. Mm-hmm. Now, I fall in the food chain at number six, so I'm the last one. I'm the baby at six, mm-hmm. uh, number six, and uh, my older brothers and sisters and everything, you know, I got the most beatings because I was the hardest, I had the hardest head, mm-hmm. but I was always trying something, you know, and it circles back to what you were saying about uh, they became ineffective at a, at a, at a while, and it came to a point where, you know, mom can only beat you so much, you know. And she get tired. <laughs> but my mom had her secret weapon. She her trump card was, I'm gonna tell you daddy when he gets home. <laughs> That's the greatest trump card ever. I'm gonna tell you daddy. I'ma tell you daddy is the greatest so, trump what? <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Regardless, you did not want that. because um, the dad gotta beat you after he don't work twelve hours at at Ford's and he had a demo company too. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, uh, my older brothers and everybody, all of them, they'll go out on Saturday morning, um, tear down garages and stuff and clean out old houses and stuff. That was dad's little side business where he made some money. Cause he did not let my mom, he didn't want no assistance and he did not let my mom put me into any kind of childcare except for school. He said, that boy's going to go to school only. He didn't want nobody else raising his kid. Mm-hmm. Hard worker, though. He was a workhorse. Mm-hmm. As a result, I became a workhorse. I'm a workaholic to this day. Mm-hmm. But my work ethic supersedes a lot of other... Uh, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, my company is doing well. Uh, I can't believe I came from where I came from to where I am now. Doing really well. 
But that said, um, the kids today, I mean, Generation X is one thing, but you can't beat kids like we got beat. They will call the police on you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Them kids got, they got a smartphone. They will call the police on you on the iPhone. They'll be at your house in two minutes. (laughs) But that's, that's damaging as well because you don't see we we got beat in love and there was a psychological effect where you know they 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 put the fear in god in you too i mean like i'm gonna call i'm gonna tell you daddy right so you don't want that you want to stay with you want to color between the lines you know now you if you think dad gonna be real tired then you could act up because he's gonna come over asleep but (laughs) if he got any if he got any kind of rest or got some coffee on the way home, he still come to feature. But, but I, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, I, I'm glad, and I believe that corporal punishment works if it's done correctly, right. because these kids today are so lazy. I, I'm all of my employees. I mean, I have to get guys damn near old. I'm 58, so if if I don't get an older guy. It's very rare you'll find a young guy that really want to get after it and make something for himself, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, I want him to be as big as me. Get your own company, dude. Right. You, you'll spread your wings. But you, you got to. And another thing my parents did, they never, they never um, um, disowned or that's not the right word. They never hampered my dreams. I was mm-hmm. always a dreamer. Right. You know, as a matter of fact, growing up in Detroit at nine years old, I was always building something in the backyard. Um, I'd build clubhouses and something like that. And then, but my, when I bring all the wood from the alley, because I go up and down the alley and grab wood and stuff, and I bring it in the backyard and my mother's backyard and put it in the pile. And she's like, boy, get all this. What are you going to do with all this? And then I turn it into something, right? And right. she said, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> but at any rate, um, we, were, we were more creative. You know, we were more creative. Now kids sit on their phones all day or they sit on a damn game all day or they watching Instagram. We spent more time outside than in. Today, these, they don't use the imagination. They're not stretching. They're not, you know, trying to better their best. I right. mean, they kind of rest. And I think that's all a result of them, you know, putting us in this little box where we can't discipline our kids. So they wilding out. They will and they take. They don't have no recourse. They will take <laughs> they your kids, no brother. They will take them kids from you. Hey, man. Let me just yeah. say, I, I I appreciate the insight. I got to keep pushing. We got so many callers that are trying to get on. I'm sure. I'm but, sure. But thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Thank no, you. Thank you. Though. Yes, thank sir. You. Call in anytime, man. All right. Let's keep it pushing. All my callers drop. What happened? One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Get back in here. I'm cu- Jeff. Now's the time. Jeff Brown, call in 1-800-920-1580. Call me right now, Jeff. Q from Los Angeles. Get in here. Let me talk to you. My brother, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm good. A- yeah, I know you're cooking. You are cooking out there. Thank you, yeah. brother. <laughs> brother, yes. Um, today, the toxic relationship that we see among children of today if we can think back um, in the 80s when Reagan came into power, there was a um, law that was passed that uh, whereby if you discipline your child, 
there is one 800 numbers that were provided for the children to call to complain. Now, the children that grew up in that era, today they have become, what, grandparents at 40 years old. They were not disciplined. So the children that they had were not disciplined. And so the grandchildren that we have today, they are not disciplined either because how can a child raise a child? But let me ask, let me ask you this, Q. Can you discipline a child without yes. corporal punishment, without spankings? Yes, you can, but um, spanking has never killed anyone. I've been spanked so many times. So, so uh, was you. You've been spanked many times. Yeah, but you spanking, wait, hold on. Spanking has killed people. Let's not. Well, it, depends on, it, it has killed children. It, it, come on now. Spanking has spank, actually killed somebody. Okay, go ahead. Finish, Q. Yeah, spanking a child that the behind has killed a child. Now, there's a there's difference between spanking a child and abusing a child. They're two different things. So spanking spanking done right has never killed a child. There you go. Has never killed a child. There we go. You know, the children of today, we see how undisciplined they are. Look at what happened in in, uh, Cabo San Lucas recently, uh, a few days ago. It's a lack of discipline, lack of respect for life. That's what we're talking about, Q. That's what we're talking about. that's that's what we our children are. Uh, 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 that's a uh, kind of a society that our children are living in because we did not discipline them in the beginning. Once upon a time, when someone said to you that I'm going to grandma's house, you're looking at our grandma being 60, 70. Today, 40 years old is a grandparent. So how can you know? So you see the uh, the toxicity that lives in, in, uh, within our society. No, I got so you. So what this, you know, what this children is, uh, I said we have to go back, revisit that law that was passed in 1980 by during the Reagan administration. That law need to, need to be revisited. Okay. Know, because this is this is getting out of control. Q, thank it's you, brother. Out of control. Thank you, Q. You know? Hey, man, we don't hear from you as much, man. Call in, man. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you, brother. I listen. I listen to the show a lot, so I only like. Uh, I like to hear other people's opinions. Thank <laughs> you, brother. We appreciate you, Q. Thank you for sharing your insight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. I'm gonna keep these calls rolling. Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan. Talk to us. Listen, peace and love to the family of nations. Honor Zoe, Andy, staff, Kevin Smiley. Listen, I asked whooping, because I asked previously if ass whooping was authorized on the air. Yes, go ahead, it, brother. It, it, <laughs> I, I never heard nobody in its pure sense when it, when it was done in correction and, and done in love, right? Because right. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're from the same generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I, I didn't have my... Um, backside uh, tattered every way since Sunday, six days from Sunday. Listen, <laughs> listen, we not, yes, this generation Z and, and millennials and all that stuff. Listen, yes, once, once we got the smartphones, 
it, it changed the dynamic. And it was all a plan from the government. It's like, you can't discipline your kids because what did our mom used to say? If I don't do it, the police going to do it. Ooh, right? you'd rather me whoop you than the police and, whoop you. Wow. Absolutely. Because they ain't going to have no mercy on you. You think I ain't got no mercy on you, but they ain't going to have no mercy on you. And now we see in more modern times, uh, the it went from the Hot Wheels racing tracks, the extension cords, the uh, the the wooden spoon, the house shoe to the bullet. Wow! And I, I can survive a whole lot of stuff except for a bullet. And I know we're running out of time. And I listen. I didn't want to go on before OG Jeff called in. Respect to to that Lord. Thank you, you, brother. Thank you. (laughs) Much love. love. Thank you, Heru Ali. Let's keep him rolling. Eric from Houston, Texas. Get in here, Houston. What's up, Zoe? What's happening? How you doing, brother? I'm turned up, man. Man. You got got a little bit of time, man. I need to get on it, man. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. But um, I think... Parenting, a lot of time. I mean, I mean, uh, beating, beating, is cheap parenting. Mm. Cheap parenting. I got, I got beat. I got beat when I was a child. I still have the whip on my body right now. I'm 48. I still have the whip on my body right now that I can see every time I get naked. Listen, but my kids now, I did not beat my kids. I may have. Hit my boys in the chest every now and then, but I didn't beat them. You know what I'm saying? If they needed lining up. But I look at my kids, and I'm proud of my kids, each one of my kids. And I didn't have to beat my kids. That's cheap parenting. Mm. A lot of times we say stuff out of repetition. If I don't, if, 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 if I don't do it, the police going to do it to you. No, man. You need to take time and spend time with that child. Right. You need to spend time with that child and talk to that child constantly. You do not have to beat that child, man. Eric. I'm telling you, don't. And, too, I want to let one more thing. I'm going to let you go. So No, I, I got to go. let you go, Eric. We right here at the break, man. I can't go over. Eric, you dropped science. No. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for the insight. Hey, man, this show is on fire tonight. I want to hear from some mamas. Mamas. Have you crossed the line when trying to discipline your son in the absence of his father? When we come forward, the voice of reason shall continue this fire. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura is positive. I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. This is an outright tie. There's no winner between Tribe and Outcast. Christ, record after record, hit after hit. Both groups are amazing. But tonight's topic, who raised you, is, 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 is on fire. It's... It's beyond fire. It's on lava. Yes, monkey lava. Yes, those two things don't go together, do they? But I got to bring somebody in here that's going to bring some clarity to the situation. 
with regard to talking about positive discipline, positively correcting your child. See, we have all of these ideas and concepts like, oh, the, the, the first teacher of the child is the mother. That might be true. But the father is a teacher, too. And as a team, they teach. But what are they teaching? Are they teaching through fear? Are they teaching through unhealed trauma? How do you positively correct a child? Do you force your authoritarian position on them that makes them want to rebel later? Or do you pour into them love and understanding and wisdom that they can get from nowhere else? How do you correct them without having to beat them? Now, uh, the brother called earlier and talked about racism, and he, he was right. The brother brought up another great point about how, say, if you're studying, right, uh, a martial art, your, your, your sifu, your sensei, may whack you with a cane to get you to focus on what you're doing. But he, it's a teachable moment, right? But again, modern day, we're talking about uh, not leaving wounds and whelps. Because and, I remember I, I was whelped up from whoopings. Did they help? I don't know. Do you have parents that are just tired of being in the world that they're in and then in the life that they're in and then tend to take it out on their children. Then there's also psychological control that parents exert on children, such as psychological control, such as guilt induction, love withdrawal, personal attacks, and verbal communication restrictions. This is another form of parenting aggression. These negative parenting tactics are used to pressure and manipulate children's behaviors and thoughts. Man, you better be careful what you pour into that dye because you might not like what comes out. Jeff Brown has joined the show. Jeff, get in here. Zometheus, what's going on, man? Man, I'm in here cooking with refried beans and <laughs> in here. Oh, you cooking. got the kitchen stanking, bro. You got the kitchen stanking. Now, uh, look at her. Ass whoopings work. Okay. Mm. Uh, I got four sons, um, two entrepreneurs, two uh, with jobs that make sense. Well, well, one, no, one's still in high school. Got to get him out. Um, and, uh, Everybody fairly well balanced, and I believe I can accredit that to the improper ass whoopings that I took. Mm. Um, to me, a spanking should be a a last resort, and b a long illuminated walk. There should not. There's no such thing as waking you up at when I get off of work, whooping you in the bathtub, all that other monstrous stuff that we were taught to be monstrous to one another by our oppressor. Mm. None of that. To me, uh, yeah. Here's the way butt whoopers work in my house. 
um, had this this conversation with my youngest son. Uh, as you know, Zometheus, I collect old cars. Uh, I had 65 Thunderbird. He was outside throwing a ball. And uh, he had got in trouble for something else. And it was a great time to have this talk. So I said, uh, if, if you throw a ball and break my uh, windshield, you think you're going to get a spanking? He thought. He said, no. I said, why? Because that's a mistake. Exactly. Mm. We don't get spankings for mistakes. Now, mm. we definitely are going to find out how much that glass costs. And half of it's on you, and you're going to work it off through your allowance mm. so that you understand that you have to pay financially for some of your mistakes. Mm. Now, if I leave a jar with a 100 jelly beans in it, and I say, don't nobody touch them jelly beans, and I come back, and it's 97 jelly beans in there, somebody finna get their ass whooped over three jelly beans. Because <laughs> that was a because conscious there's a decision. lesson to right. there. That was a conscious choice. You went was, in you there. Made, come on, bro. <laughs> you made a conscious choice to defy my directive. Right. You must learn that when you make a conscious choice to defy a directive, there is a price to pay. Now, if that ass whooping is worth them jelly beans, <laughs> then go ahead and eat them jelly beans. It is my job. To elevate my level of punishment above your will to where I bend it, but I do not break it. Come on, and I, I learned that. From, I, I learned that from my father. My father, the 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 man who actually did the raising from about eleven till I joined the Marine Corps. Uh, I remember when I moved into his house when him and my mother got married. He had this talk with me and my little brother. He said, you can, uh, you can sneak girls in here. You can come in here after curfew. Uh, you can cuss in here. You can smoke in here. You can disrespect your mama in here. But if you do any of that ignorant mess I just said, you will feel the full weight of my wrath. Do you understand? And I don't think you're ready for that. <laughs> and that, le that led me to this lesson. Every young male, and sadly we don't, you see where we are, every young male should have a healthy fear of a man who loves them unconditionally. Uh, you know, the kind of man you know love you but will run you out your house barefoot, that guy. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. <laughs> that guy. That everybody needs, I think we need that. And um, there's a story that happened with my cousin. Uh he was disrespectful to my auntie. His mm. daddy came home and hit him with a blast at about 70% right in the chest. Mm. He about 16. He going to get so mad, he called the police. Mm. They show up. He go downstairs, and the police ask him, did you hit your son? He yell up, Junior, get down here. <laughs> he tells him right in front of the police. My son was disrespectful. I hit him right in his chest, and I hope he don't like it enough to go upstairs and pack. Because those are your choices right now, this day. You will either apologize to your mother, 
Mm. Or you can take all that mess upstairs with you with these people. Choose. <laughs> and I say that to everyone who uh, who is, and, and this is not, I do not condone abuse. I do not condone a spanking without the following. Wait, wait, Jeff. Here is a clear. Wait, wait. I need you to hold it. We, we got to move forward. When we come forward, Jeff is going to break this down. Because he's already cooking. Uh, Jeff, you cooking, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Stay with us. Jeff Brown from Pasadena. He brought my city in the building. If you want to bring yours in the building, all you got to do is call me. 1-800-920-1580. We on fire tonight. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Ladies and gentlemen, the topic kills the playlist, and the playlist is on fire. Tribe called Quest versus Outcast. We on fire tonight. Jeff Brown, please wrap up your thought, good brother, because you was cooking. Please wrap it up. Yes, sir. If I can, um, one. Something we do, we don't want to uh, come to grips with is everybody ain't gonna make it. Uh oh, here we go. Everybody ain't gonna make it. Some of your little hard head ass kids ain't gonna make it. Um, with, this is not about the uh, saving of anyone now. Now we are about the collection of those who believe and are under uh, some type of uh, mental leaning. Be honest with your kids. Be honest. Uh, you're young, okay? Sometime you're, you're going to get a spanking, or I will make you hold books until all the letters fall out on the floor. <laughs> but you are going to do what I say because it is in you to defy me. That makes you human. Mm. But because you are only a child, it makes you grossly inaccurate most of the time. I like to tell my kids that the human brain is not fully developed until age 25, which means until then, you're functionally retarded. We don't so use the word retarded anymore, Jeff, but go ahead. Huh? Why not? All it means is slow. Keep going, That's Jeff. all it means. I don't care who it don't, who would offend. I say retarded because that's what I meant. Now, uh, <laughs> with regard to spanking your children, you let them know. You can, and I'm not talking about you. Those of you who are out there abusing your kids, May flesh-eating gnats infest your weave. I'm not telling you to do that. What I'm telling you is that there should be a clear road to discipline, and that should stay classified inside your house. And if you are giving it to your children from a state of love, you more than likely are going to get that now. Should they rebel, you let them know where they're going. You let them know that right now ain't nobody in here trying to take your behind from you. Ain't nobody in here beating you and making you shove no uh, drugs in your rectum when the popo come here. That's what you're looking at if you open your mouth outside of here while I'm trying to raise you right. I love you. I'm trying to show you the way to go. But if your young soul need to be fed to this lion, then feed your soul to this lion, young child. And that's where we are right now. Woo, Jeff Brown. That's where we are. Man, once again, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for blessing us hey, yeah, with man. your presence, man. I'll see you this weekend, fam. See you this weekend. Woo! Jeff Brown ain't playing tonight. That man was not playing. That is a daddy right there. 
Listen, we got a couple more callers to go. We just got a few minutes left. Let me get Chakra from Raleigh, North Carolina. Now, Chakra Q, I brought you on. Yo. But I, need, I know it. I, I got to take you forward, and then we're going to okay. come back and talk to you. When we come forward, Raleigh, North Carolina got something to say. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. But I think of this topic, who raised you? Where's that clip? I asked the question when I saw this clip. Play it. You the other girl. You the mama. So, at least yeah, I'm a girl. girl right? At least I'm a girl. And I'm a daddy. I'm grown. Stop being upset. You're making a rage. You think you're tough. That little boy, I'm the daddy. I'm grown. Slapping your chest. He was sagging. Didn't have no shirt on. I'm the daddy. I'm Boy, you seven. He looked like he was about four or five. Who raised that child? Chakra Q, what are your thoughts, man? Man, to be honest, Brother Zoe, I don't even know how I'm going to even say anything after uh, what Jeff laid down. But uh, <laughs> I don't know who raising these youngins out here. I'll say this. I came on the back end of corporal punishment from the parents, and my mother was on a more of a psychological punishment, although I have received a few whippings from her. She was the one that would make me write book reports and read and, and do all of that kind of stuff where my dad would just outright, you know, just spank my behind. And I'll say this, that um, for the kids coming up, it, it takes a village, right? And so I, I think it's really all of our responsibilities, although we might be scared, we have to be the ones as elders and older people. to you, you see that little kid trying to be a hard, hard head, you got to step in and say, hey, I've been there, I know what it is, and speak to him. And I think people are so afraid to even say something to somebody or touch the kid. Yeah, you you know, it, it's just, it's our, all of our responsibility as a community. And so, yeah, I, I think that when you, you recognize the, the consciousness of a kid or you see what, you know, you see themselves, yourself in them, if, you know, I'm not saying beat any kid in the street, but if within your own home, yes, absolutely, you have to make an assessment because these kids are growing up faster. And so you can't just beat them. As soon as the video games came out, we started getting detached and then the phone and so on and so forth. So we have to challenge them and we have to continue us to grow with them as well. But yes, I do believe that uh, that doesn't mean that we don't, we need to take off uh, beating them off the table, but we just have to do it with a, a higher consciousness, not just of self, but of them and a community. And, and that's all I really want to say, good brother. My brother, thank you for the call. Vernetta from Los Angeles, I can't get to you tonight. We're at the end. Only 30 seconds left. We appreciate you for calling in. I'll see you tomorrow at the show. Thank you for tuning in. We start the conversation. You finish it. Nobody is 100% right in this situation, but let's research and study and share together here on The Voice of Reason. I'll see y'all next week, Monday. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.